0: Geeks podcast feed. If you like what we talk about here on the show, give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. If you like us on the podcast feed, please give us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. And also onto this video, comment with your thoughts. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with Luke? Do you agree with anything we're say- saying? Please let us know in the comments down below. And you can follow the Galaxy Geeks group, the duo, us, at Galaxy Geeks One on Twitter and Galaxy Geeks EL on bah, bah, da, bah, Instagram. Yep, that is new for us. And now that that intro's out of the way and we
1: got all the preamble out of the way, Luke, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Honestly, this past weekend, I have had a lot of fun with the Instagram, with a lot of fun with the different art that everybody's been seeing. I hope everyone enjoys the art because there will be more to come. Yeah, so Eli doesn't like half my art sometimes. Look,
0: the only the only pieces that I've disagreed with so far was when you did Finstock and JTE as Kong and Godzilla, because I was like, "But the movie's called Godzilla versus Kong. Why are you having them fight each other? They're on the same team." And when it seems like the entire audience and Twitter fa- fan base that we have disagreed with the blue coloring of Mike and Shannon and agreed with the red coloring, more of the the Batman movie styling, which again, it's a great styling. It's just when I was looking at it, I
1: yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, honestly, I've really enjoyed it. And my reasoning on the Kong and Godzilla is remember, JTE and ThinStock were against each other at the very beginning. And now they're teams. Like Godzilla versus Kong.
0: I mean, I really want to put a caveat of JTE was a part of the OG Lions Den that Finstock was running with Jeff Snyder and all that. So I want to put a little like a well, actually, uh-huh. but then where's the fun in that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. Make- everybody,
0: I'm referencing OG SmoDown.
1: Let's go ahead and start our first section because somebody has something else to go do.
0: Yeah, I have a trivia match to record, so we have to go very quickly through this show. Not super quickly, but a little faster than usual. Anyway, putting that aside, the first segment we have is Rookie of the Week. Now, Luke, show them that beautiful graphic. Who's our Rookie of the Week?
1: Our Rookie of the Week is... Because I need to look it up again. Josh Horowitz. Yes, Josh Horowitz. He had his debut
0: match. But this time it was in teams when it was Rushmore versus the press room. Though the press room didn't have the greatest showing. And by greatest, I mean the end result. Josh Horowitz is actually very big and popular in the entertainment space. He is a movie critic for MTV as well as their primary interviewer for the company where he interviews celebrities and does such stuff like that. When you go on the, excuse me, press junket, he's the one that MTV sends. Also, he has his own celebrity interview podcast called Happy, Sad, Confused. So if you want to go listen to Josh Horowitz, interview some celebrities, go find the podcast Happy, Sad, Confused on wherever podcasts can be found. Also- He co-created his own show, comedy show, on Comedy Central called The Junketeers. Which, it's like The Rocketeers, but Junketeers. Which is basically him satirizing his own career as an interviewer going to these multiple press junkets. So, with everything that was shown in his first teams match, and with everything that he has in real life and what he actually does... Josh Horowitz is a perfect fit for the slowdown. And to Josh Horowitz, you are a rookie of the week, and we hope that your singles career is a whole lot better than your team's career so far. <laughs> again, not meaning to throw shade, but... Just a
1: little bit. Just a,
0: bit? just a little bit. But then again, he was able to pull a lot of the stuff that Perry couldn't.
1: Honestly, we'll go into it later on. I thought... Yeah,
0: we'll go when we go to the recap. Anyway, that was Josh Horowitz. He's our rookie of the Week. Next up, originally they're separate on my notes, but we're going to put them together because that's how our great artist here put the graphics together. Our Player of the Week and Manager of the Week, Luke. Who's our Player and Manager of the Week?
1: Player and Manager of the Week is Shannon and Mike. Yes, Shannon Barney of Corruption, our Manager of the Week,
0: Player of the week, the current and new number one contender for the IG Championship, Mike Kalinowski. Luke, you and I very much disagreed a little bit on manager of the week early on until I reminded you that Shannon had to manage two people the victory. And she did manage two people the victory. And Mike was just played an amazing game. And we'll talk about that game in specific specifically later on.
1: Oh, yeah. I can say for manager, the reason why I was leaning towards Roxy, just due to, I felt like she did a great job in that match, I really did, I felt like she did a much better job, but you reminded me there was two matches that week, not just one, Mm and Shannon really did very well with Marisol, I was very impressed, so I had to change my mind, and I hate having to do that, but... Marisol played a great match, but I felt like Shannon did such a good job with her. And also Mike just killed. Oh, I love that match. So,
0: it wasn't it wasn't as distant as people as were like making it like oh Mike killed Alex like no, it was not that big no, of a gap no. in score. but like Mike did a whole lot better than I think I was even imagining. Because I knew he was going to do great. I did not think he was going to do that great.
1: Oh, he was awesome. I was so impressed with how well he did. Just, I mean, I wasn't expecting it, really. I, I mean, I knew he would do well, and I knew he would probably win. But the category that he had to win with, mm-hmm. no one likes that category. No, I don't even like that category. And I may, and I
0: play in geek trivia I hate that category. Whenever that category even gets put on the wheel, I'm like, no, get it away from me. But I mean, we'll talk about what that category is when we talk about this match in particular. But I'm, I have to agree, like that match is a category that or that category is a, one that's not very favorable to a lot of people. And Mike made it a very big strain.
1: Oh, yeah. especially
0: with that last question when it came, when the time was running out and he was able to pull it.
1: Whew. Ooh. I was, honestly, I did not expect that match to be as good yeah. as it was. And Alex did
0: very oh, well yeah. in that match as well. But again, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. That, But for our player of the week, Mike Kalinowski getting the victory, becoming the number one contender. So we can get another rematch, mm-hmm. an actual third match because next the next match Mike is going to be in is when he goes up against Mara for the IG championship the third time they've oh. played against each other the first time was in Mara's first tournament run the second time was when Mike went up against her for the title and she really wasn't on the same level she was when she was playing prior that year and now the rematch the, the third second rematch I have no idea how
1: that, that match is going to go. That's going to be no so hard for us to pick.
0: Because of all the new categories and, like, how each player plays, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy.
1: No. It's – I, I don't know how I'm going to pick that one. It's going to be a toss-up. But let's move on to our next section.
0: Yes, our next segment of the show is Team of the Week. Luke, we have teams of the Week, unlike the Smodem Facebook group. So who is our Team of the Week? The theme of the week
1: is Lightning Time. Got yes, lightning.
0: Oh God. man, I love it so much. Like I want you to tell the audience what you told me when you
1: first made that graphic. It looks like a love mo- like a romance movie. It really It's does. A, It's the poster for the next rom-com. Yeah, 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 lightning.
0: It's so good. I love it so much. But anyway, Lightning Time had a very strong but also tense showing in their match against the outsiders it came down to the last question and they used all their repeats for the last question oh. and they were just able to get the win that was a
1: match we'll go into it later but wow but we'll dive it. yeah into more. all right so uh, other than just the match itself how did you feel they were as a team They were perfect as a team because they very much showed that,
0: like, and Christian mentioned it during the match at the end of it, how you need to trust your partner. And with that final question, especially, Ethan trusted Liz. Like, those two are friends with each other. Ethan had a lot of trust whenever she had an answer and he didn't. She had a lot of trust in Ethan when he had an answer and she didn't. So it was like they both work well against each other. Sam though, I remember you and I were very much like, "Oh, Ethan and Drew is the team to go for." Sam was very smart in putting Ethan and Liz together because you can see the chemistry they have and how much trust they have for each other. And I think that was they they're a great pairing and I cannot wait because I believe someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but actually, no wait, I have my notebook of matches Ba-ba-da-ba. the next match they're in is going to be Rushmore spoiler, Rushmore versus Lightning Time. And that's going to be a match.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next will be Rush- Rushmore versus Lightning Time, which wow. yeah,
0: that's going to be a very big match. And I am very much looking forward to seeing what happens in that match because like <laughs> you and I were both or I was going in already thinking oh yeah it's going to be rushmore and maybe lightning time and rushmore's going to win after this match i don't know i i, I don't i we'll see I, the next few weeks like not because on. i have a critique against rushmore that i don't have for lightning time
1: yeah yeah i honestly i was not expecting lightning time to be as dominant as what they were. Really yeah are. Right. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm very much looking forward to the Rushmore Lightning Time match. Oh, yeah, me too. All right,
1: do you want to go into our main section?
0: Yes, it is time for the main topic of the week, which will be our match of the week. And Luke, I think it's pretty obvious by our thumbnail what match of the week is. It is Mike Kalinowski versus Alex Damon 2, the number one contendership match for the IG Championship wow, this match
1: was something else. It was, it was so good. Oh, I loved it. I was, me and my wife were coming back from our engagement trip. Mm -hmm. And we were driving and listening and watching the match while driving. And wow. Yeah. I just, wow. I did. I knew it was going to be good. I really did. But Mike crude how good he was
0: yeah Um, when he when he did that promo at the end or beginning when people were saying that he's gonna retire he should retire he's not in touch with the game anymore the moment I saw this match I was like those people who ever said that if it was ever said they need to shut up they uh should not call Mike Kalinowski out of touch with IG anymore because and I've said this since the beginning he is one of – if we had a Mount Rushmore of IG players, he's on it. Rachel's on it and Mara on it. Those are, like, the three. I don't know who number four is. I have, like – like, the, the names that come out are either Chandra or Jason Inman because those two are the only two people to defend the belt.
1: I would go Chandra, honestly.
0: Like, would- for the Rushmore of IG. But a that's, part of me wants to put Jason Inman because he was at the beginning.
1: Yeah, but I will probably go with Chandra just because of his matches and the competitors he had to go after. I, yeah, I'm going Chandra, and that's crazy to me because you know me, I'm not going to normal. Yeah, Chandra. we're
0: neither of us are big Chandra as the character fan. We're we're fans of him as a player, but we're not fans of him as a character. But yeah. that's a different thing. So let's go down. Um, the match round by round. Round one. I don't think either men got a perfect round. I think Mike was very close, but no, he no, missed.
1: Mike did get a uh, perfect round.
0: Okay, he did. I didn't know if he missed one question that, like, threw it all out. Yeah, no, he he did the perfect round. I... And he got the bonus as well. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yes. Because there were a few questions. I... I was beating Alex out of round one because Alex only got seven and I got eight. As you can see, people, I do still keep up with the, I'm playing along with IG. I really need to study more. I really do. I'm not going to deny that. But Alex came... Slices. Yeah. Look, I got really... I'm really good with swashbuckling. It was just that one question that they asked. I was like, oh, it's a who said it quote. Or it's like, what movie is that? No, it was a who said it question. I was like, Oh, god, I knew which. It. That's actually me saying that that's a who said it is actually a good segue to round number two because we get to round number two. Mike's going first, he is spinning the wheel first. Yes. He land didn't he land on another category before opponent's choice? Mm. Or did he just land on a – because I can't remember. It's been – I watched it Sunday. No, I watched it Saturday.
1: Ah, uh, I think he might have spun again. I think he spun again maybe. Yeah,
0: because I think he landed on something he wasn't 100% confident in, spun it again, and it landed on opponent's choice. And me, even me thinking as Alex Damon, I was like, okay, if it lands on opponent's choice, give him who said it, because that is an IG player's worst nightmare category. And that's exactly what Alex Damon did. Even me, who again, likes to play in IG. I If I were in Mike's shoes, I would have been like, I hate this. But... It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. horrible. But Mm -hmm. Alex gave it to Mike and Mike, I think he only went to multiple choice once.
1: Yes, only once. He, He was able to get
0: all of them right. And all that I was thinking was, holy crap, Mike. You... Just went through a category that everyone hates, near perfect. I say near perfect because he didn't go two points in all of them, but it was like near perfect.
1: Oh, my, Mike impressed me with that that round. It proved mm-hmm. how good of a competitor he is. Yeah.
0: And then we get to mm-hmm. then we get to Alex's round two, which I think he lands on animated. Yes. I believe it was animated. And he didn't get all of them right. He had, I, I can't remember which one he slipped on, because even Mike slipped on it as it well. It was the last. Yeah, question. what was the wait? What was the Transformers question? Oh, because it was animated, so it had was to it been about the nineteen eighty eight. It would was, have had to been about the nineteen eighties Transformers movie.
1: Was it who voiced someone? No, no. No, that was that
0: was earlier in round two. Hmm. Or, yeah, because that was early in round two, and that was who did the voice of Unicron, which is Orson Welles.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. I know things. And look, I knew that way before I read that question. I remember when I first watched that movie, I tried to memorize that cast, and it was when I was a kid.
1: <laughs> I love that movie.
0: Oh, man, it's so good, but yet also there are points of it where I'm like, it's not the best movie. No, but
1: it's still fun to watch. But yeah,
0: it was... It was unfortunate that Alex did not do as good as Mike
1: because
0: that put Mike still ahead. Alex was still trailing. And then we get to round three. And Alex is going first. And Alex gets... I want to say he gets all three of them right because he gets the two and the three that tosses it to Mike. And then he gets the five.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And then we get to the final question. All... And it's like three points for Mike. All he has to do is get it right, and he wins. He could get it wrong, and it's still fine. He could get the five pointer, but still, it's one of those you can miss it and you'll still be fine.
1: Here's the thing in in this in this game, you don't want to go to the five. Not yeah,
0: because that was a because I think Alex's five was pretty hard as well. Yes, at least for me, it would have been hard. But then again, I. Look, I can pull up the video on right in front of me, but at the same time I don't want a video going as we're recording. That's just a personal thing for me. It would be me just pulling up the video for reference. But yeah, it was very the this match overall was a very close match. Yes. And it, love it And it ended the final score was 25 to 22. Yes. And again, that is close. Um. It shows you that it was tied. Like it was tied at the end. Alex's final question tied the game. And again, Mike just knew the final question to get it to 25. And he took his time. He was that was mild showboating what he did.
1: You know something too? Have you have you been as impressed with Roxy every time she's on screen.
0: Oh, Roxy has impressed me. This week, less so than Shannon, which, again, that's a thing that you and I disagree on, well, but it's very...
1: just due to uh, Roxy only had one, one match this past week.
0: Yeah, and Shannon proved herself by managing two victories. Right. But yeah, it was very much a... Roxy keeps on improving, or keeps on impressing me every single um, season. And... I think, though I agree with Alex and Roxy with the give him um, who said it, like give him that category in round number two, it just backfired on them. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, it backfired.
0: Which even then, like, you should sort of go into the match, when you're going up against Mike Kalinowski, you should just go ahead thinking he knows all of it. Like he has studied, he has made sure that he Mm -hmm. knows it all. And just assuming that he doesn't know it because that's everyone's least favorite category is very wrong, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. It's, but that's tough to know. It really is. Yeah,
0: like again, they're they're
1: a majority of
0: the. I'll say this: a majority of those quotes, I knew as well. <laughs> like that, the one that he had to go in multiple choice, which was Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh. Um, I didn't know it. Ahead of time. I didn't know it. I'm sorry, did I go away for
1: a bit? Yeah, you went away. You're good now. You're good now.
0: Okay, I had a I had a phone call. I'm sorry. You're okay. Um but I had I knew it, but I didn't know it off of the top of my head. It was one of those I think it's this, but if I had multiple choice, it would be um a whole lot better for me. And then when he went to multiple uh, choice and I heard it, I was like, ah, I got it.
1: I thought it was Iron Man too, honestly.
0: Literally, when I heard the choices and I heard Spider-Man Homecoming, I was like, I think it's Spider-Man Homecoming. My choice is Spider-Man Homecoming. When he said it, I was like, yes!
1: It's a weird quote, especially to be in Spider-Man Homecoming, honestly. Yeah. It's at the very beginning, though. Yeah, it's a weird quote. It's really Well, at
0: the same time, when you look at um, what happens at the beginning, it makes sense. Things things are changing because that's... Literally, at first, I thought that was the scene when Michael Keaton, when Vulture had the Um, picture that his daughter, that Liz drew, and he was like, hey, look, things changing. But no, I just now remember, like, no, this was when he, like, came back as the vulture, took the mask off, and, like, no. I do know it's in Spider-Man Homecoming. I just can't remember when. I know. Because after that, the line is, business is good. Yes. Anyway, yeah, that was Match of the Week. Do you have anything else to add to Match of the Week?
1: Honestly, matches like that is why i love the showdown honestly Mm -hmm. they're so much fun to watch there's so much fun to just get into and listen to i got nervous i got nervous during it and that tells you how invested we are i i love doing this also something a little off subject a little bit i'm loving how we're keeping up each week with how many points we're getting on who's winning and who's losing yeah I,
0: eight six yeah, yeah eight six eight six i'm up by two remember that small point hold on i can because i write it down each week remember that small point where was it where was it Why did
1: I mention this?
0: um where no wait you were never ahead
1: nope
0: nope i thought you were for a bit and i was like wait he never was it was always me. There were times you got close to being ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they but
0: are. anyway. That was match of the week. That was our main topic. And now we go on to the next topic, our next main talking point, because there wasn't a lot of news that came out. The only major news was what was the undercard for this current pay-per-view. But since we're gonna talk about the pay-per-view, we're gonna in predictions, we're gonna just talk about it then. So we're going into predictions. Oh, predictions. Luke, do you have on you right now the Star Wars tournament bracket?
1: Yes, I do. Like,
0: do you have it ready to pull up?
1: Yes, it's just got my face instead of your face. So
0: That is 100% fine because my voice is ethereal and perfect. So, our first match that we're going to be giving our predictions for is Adam Witt, 0-3, representing the dungeon, versus Zach Burkett, making his debut, representing the stars for the Star Wars tournament. Luke, who do you have and why?
1: Ooh, Ooh, this is hard. I don't know this one for sure. I think... Mm. I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to go Adam Witt.
0: Oh, interesting. What makes you say that?
1: Adam Witt, to me, has been getting better and better every time he plays. And I feel the dungeon has really helped him. And I think he's seeing all these other players from the dungeon win. I think he wants it. I think he wants it bad. I might be wrong on this one, but I think I'm going to go with Adam Witt.
0: Hmm. You see, if you wouldn't have said that...
1: Uh it's hard, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Because my first instinct was to go for Zach because of how many chances Adam has had, but has fallen short on those opportunities. Because again, he's 0-3. Yeah. So oh. he's had three, he's had three chances to get a Star Wars win, but he's fallen each time. I know. But uh you know what? No, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to say Zach Burkett. Okay. I don't remember if he's a part of any of the um, Gen Con people, of the Gen Con folks. I don't think he is. But, again, Adam Witt, he's had three chances. And, sure, like, maybe some of the players he's gone up against have been, like, amazing, like Thomas Harper. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, if you get three chances and you fail three times, like – you, I don't know I don't know if you'll be able to get it a fourth time again he may prove me wrong this could be the deciding match for us uh-huh. who knows <laughs> but anyway moving on to our next match in the team's tournament do you have that bracket I do okay
1: also, I'm in my face
0: <laughs> and it's okay and again my voice is ethereal and everyone loves it we have the team of deception. Adam Collins and Marisol McKee, one-and-one one with one knockout, representing corruption versus Blackjack. Janine the Machine and Jacoby Bancroft day- making their debut, representing the Stars' loop. Who do you have and why?
1: Oh, This is hard, and I hate going against Roxy twice in a row because, honestly, Roxy might be one of my favorite managers right now. But I'm going to have to go with Deception. Adam Collins is angry. And Marisaw is on a run. So I've got to go with Deception. It right. just feels feels more right in this one. Who Who is Blackjack? I don't know who's the team on Blackjack. Janine and Jacoby. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Oh, man, did I forget to the say their names? Oh, no, you did. I just I forgot myself. Okay. And the thing is, I think Janine and Jacoby are awesome. I just feel like deception is both hot right now, mm-hmm. in two different reasonings.
0: All right, so for me, it's again, you know me, I don't like to go up against like root against Jacoby because Jacoby' he's my guy, he's my guy. you can risk and I know you
1: can risk one.
0: I know, but I feel like I already did my risk. The Adam Whit versus Zach match.
1: I, I'd give it another risk. It's worth it.
0: Um, but no, like Adam Collins and Marisol, like as a team, are is a ama- They're amazing together. And I'm not saying Janine and Jacoby are gonna be bad. It's just we don't know yet. Yeah, Deception is has a proven record. Again, they have one knockout as a team. Yeah. So I have to. mm Again, I don't like going against Jacoby, but I have to go for Deception. I'm sorry, Jacoby. Jacoby, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, next up, I'll start with this one because you started the first two. We have Danger Zone, Dan Merle and Ben Bateman debuting, representing the Dungeon versus Midterms, which is the team of John Harris and Eric Zipper making their debut, representing Swag. I feel like this is probably one of the easiest ones to predict. It's Danger Zone. Oh, yeah. This is plain and simple. I don't even need to give an explanation on why I think it's Danger Zone. It's Danger Zone. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. It's Danger Zone. Your thoughts? I'm excited for that match just to see how um, how they work together? Yeah, I want to see what, what they do. Like, are they going to work well together? Or are they going to be at each other's throat? What's going to happen? Because you never know. Well, you know
0: how Dan is now. He is business. And yeah. Ben is business. Mm-hmm. And when you got two men who are focusing on business business
1: mm-hmm. yeah all right so yeah
0: danger we both danger zone because i mean sorry eric and john but you're just not on their level no no not all next <laughs> we have the schmodown throwdown pay-per-view also on may 7th the first match the undercard peggy gumman Peggy Gubbins 1 and 0 representing the Den versus Rick Rattis 1 and 0 with 1 TKO representing the FinSock Exchange. I'll go first. Oh man, I was going to go first. I'll just say this. I love Peggy so much. Representing the online trivia leagues. I love her so much. But her performance in her match again it was a little shaky because again it was her first match and you're like you got to get that oh, I'm in the schmodown nerves off of you. But at the same time, her performance in the free-for-all also didn't leave anything like good in like the taste because she didn't get a question right. She didn't get a single question right. And some of the questions she had were very easy. Like when you look at that round and again, nothing, Peggy, I'm not trying to like make it seem like I'm dunking on you. I'm not, but like, I just, I don't know. Whereas Rick, he impressed against Christy Veege. He knocked her out. Again, another online trivia league player. He knocked out Christy. So, again, it's not me saying I'm going for the Finstock Exchange because, yeah, Finstock Exchange. It's me going based off of the matches that both people have been in. Rick Grattis is the safer bet. So, I'm going for Rick.
1: Also, it's hard to go against the Finstock Exchange right now because. They don't have the mega stars but they just keep winning. Like ugh, they 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 have shocked me so much. I have I Their can't...
0: rookies have shown
1: out. Oh, they've been great. I have been so impressed with the FinSock Exchange this year. Also, shout out to Taylor Robertson because we love her to death.
0: Taylor <laughs> Robertson. Yep. She Here's is that. an official member of the FinSock Exchange.
1: And we love her to death. And so Yep. I'm going to go with Rick Rias as well. He his last match he played great. He's got an edge to him. And the finsock Exchange is on a winning streak that I, it's hard to go against him right now.
0: Yep. And now for the final match, the main event of the week. <sighs> the match that's probably for us going to be called Match of the Week. We mm-hmm. already know it. It mm-hmm. is for the Star Wars Championship. Andrew DeMolanta, the champion, three and three, representing the Quirky mm-hmm. Mercs, Versus the former champion, Alex Damon, 6-2, and two, two knockouts, representing the star. The rematch for the belt. The force is with them both. Luke, who do you have
1: and why? Oh, wow, this is so hard. Oh, wow, this is really hard this week. I am going to go with Alex Damon. It's hard to defend the belt. Alex is hungry. He we saw in this last match he is not doing bad. He 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 was on his game. I mean Mike just did a bit better, but Alex was still on his game. He didn't do a bad match whatsoever. Roxy, is- I mean,
0: and the one of the questions he had and animated was, which of the cast members from uh, the Star Wars franchise reprised their role for Clone Wars? Which, again, is
1: like, oh, this is Star Wars layout. Anyway, yeah. continue. But I feel... Honestly, I also look at it with Roxy. Roxy is do, doing great with him. Roxy knows how to manage him now. I mean, I, I couldn't see Alex with another manager that would help him more. So, I'm gonna have to go with Alex, but man, it's gonna be such a good match because I don't know how this one ends. I really don't.
0: Yeah. It's going to be very hard. So, I made a shot in the dark in the very first match of the Star Wars tournament going for Zach. Doing the same again. I am predicting Andrew DeMellante retains.
1: Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I am predicting... Okay.
0: Yes. Okay. Because if anything, the first the first title match proved how much both men knew and this match is going to prove even more how much both of them know and i feel like because look even every single andrew melanta match he if he loses it's bare it's like oh yeah. that's like like by one question and if it's by a question is by a technicality yeah. and even then when he almost lost the title match, it would have been by technicality, but he proved that his answer was still right.
1: That was so. That was such a cool school. Yeah,
0: that's the point of challenges, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to know the perfect challenge, watch Andrew Milante versus Alex Damon one. You get the perfect challenge
1: that's not in there. That's not. That's not the first time they played.
0: Well, I mean, one on
1: one. Right. Well, it was the last time they played. We'll say that.
0: Yeah, but like. If you, if you want to get, like, expert challenge, like, how do expertly challenge a question? They're, mm-hmm. like, that sudden death, that's the perfect way oh, to challenge. Sorry. So, yeah, I... Again, I could see, like... When, when I say a rematch, I mean, basically, we're going to see another title match by what they did
1: last time.
0: Yeah. We could see that again. Oh, yeah. And... By that, I just say Andrew DeMolanta.
1: Wow, that's I'm. We disagree on two of them, I, and both of them are Star Wars. Yeah, I'm not shocked. I mean, I'm, honestly, I could go either way. Or honestly, it's going to be a good match no matter what. Yeah, I, I love both competitors. It's just wow. Like
0: Alex, like you can tell, Alex wants his belt back.
1: However, when you saw Andrew
0: winning it you saw how much that meant to him. And you saw that that title means a lot to him. Even on the lead up, that title meant a lot to him. And so because of that, I'm just, Andrew's going to make sure he keeps that belt for as long as possible.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Also, I just want to see someone else carry that belt for a little while longer because I want to see the Laura Kelly-Mac check collision be Andrew DeMolanta versus Laura Kelly instead of, alex damon versus laura kelly that yeah. could be a personal thing for me but
1: Whew. i can't wait for that match i really can't yeah
0: because again whoever wins this goes up against laura kelly at collision yeah yeah that's gonna be big
1: well let's let's move on to the final section of the... yes
0: the final segment is the recap where we look back at this past week and we talk about each match. We'll give the results. And again, I have a lap- I have a laptop again, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while since I've had a laptop, so now I have better notes. And by better notes, I mean I've actually typed out who, what the matches were, and then I can go to a separate tab and tell you what the score was instead of us having to guess what it was. Anyway, the first, the first match that happened this past week was Brandon Hanna versus Robert Parker. We both picked Robert Parker to win and it proved very much why because Robert Parker won via TKO. He had a silent Bob round. Which again the final score was 23-18 to and yeah Robert Parker very much I I don't know if he went perfect. I think, did he go perfect in round one? Yes. I can't
1: remember. Keep going. Um, I'm going to put 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 me on mute real quick.
0: Okay, so Robert Parker and Brandon Hanna was a very close match right then and there. And even then, like when we were um, talking about the match when it was first happening, we were both very much like, if Brandon Hanna comes out to play, this could be a match. But if Robert Parker comes out to play, this is Robert's no matter what. And I think overall, Luke and I both had the idea of no matter what robert's going to win it's just if brandon comes out ready to play then he's going to very much he's going to very much have that um what's the word he's going to have a better shot than just losing via tko however robert parker came out with the tko however and luke isn't here and i really want to talk to him specifically about it but the main thing that i took away from that as, again, someone who also plays in Geek, the, chal- the challenge that Robert had against how um, it was spelt and said because, like, in some of the round two stuff, when it was obviously spelt like a wrong answer. I can't remember those two instances. Um, but, yeah. Luke, are you back, buddy?
1: Yes, I'm back. I apologize. I had a phone call.
0: Okay, well, this is why I needed you for a moment. The instance of Robert challenging Brandon for the... What was your thoughts?
1: Well... Because I know my thoughts. Well, here's the thing. When Brandon challenged, that was brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant when Rox... No, Brandon didn't challenge. Did Brandon not?
0: No, it was only Robert. He was the only one that challenged. Um, Roxy came in to like the, um, like, what is your rebuttal for the challenge? And she came in and said, that was, this is my rebuttal.
1: Yeah, it, no, whatever ha- whatever happened, Roxy was brilliant when she did it. That's I coming. just know
0: that I disagree with the ruling. Because it happened twice. It happened twice where yeah. Brandon like did a completely different answer and they still gave it to him because of the um, um, benefit of the doubt rule. Yeah. I'm like, I disagree that you're giving him the point because I was in a match once where an opponent, it wasn't me playing, but it was like an opponent was giving an answer, but it was like the spelling was very bad. And you were like are you even sure that's the right that you're that you're giving the answer because you're spelling and when I say you're spelling I mean it was like he was even saying pronouncing the que- the answer wrong and it was just very much like that's not even that answer that you're writing but they're giving it to you anyway because you're cuz he was like from a different country and like the pronunciation and like the the um, language barrier and stuff like that. I understand. But at the same time, it was very much, but that's not the right answer still. Yeah. yeah we can't, yeah. I I agree. It, it was. I feel like, and this could just be me,
1: when it comes oh, to, okay. I. I remember now the rebuttal was Roxy comes in, has the exact rule from the rule book knew exactly where it was, where it was located, and spit it out as quickly as possible. I thought that was amazing when she did that. But again, I still disagree with the ruling
0: because I feel like with IG and with Star Wars, specifically those two, I feel like with teams and singles, the benefit of that rule can be given because there's so much that you have to study that the benefit of the doubt rule is good. But when it's IG and, and Star Wars, where there's only a specific amount of movies that you have to study, and only a specific amount of knowledge that you have to know, you have to know them exactly. And that's my opinion on the matter.
1: I guess for me, on just for this time, I was for, fine, fine with the ruling. I really was. Just, But like, again, that's just me as a
0: fellow geek player when I saw and I'm like that is the wrong answer what Brandon has is the wrong answer and he did it again he did it twice in a row and Robert like Robert even said it like he he did it again but I can't challenge it because I lost the challenge but still it was very much like "Mm, that's still the wrong answer Brandon still the wrong answer but ultimately again it didn't matter because Robert came out with a win
1: via TKO that was such it, – it, I will say this, though. The match was great, though.
0: Yeah, the I, match was fun. And I even mentioned this when you were gone, how if Brandon would have came to play, this would have been a closer match. Yeah. But I, but I didn't feel like he came to play as much as Robert came to play because Robert just destroyed him.
1: Is it bad? I just – I I can't even – I don't even hate – like, normally last season I was like, oh, I can't wait to see Brandon lose. This season, I'm like, you, you just... You look like a like a sad puppy. You just, yeah, like, because... You just get beat up.
0: He doesn't... And this could be, again, here or there. Depends on Roxy and how she wants to play him. He needs to start going back to singles. They need to start playing him in singles because he is not... He is showing that he's not as strong in IG anymore. And I feel like if he's in singles... That'll be able to hide some of the things he's not strong in anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, the issue too is like, I don't know if it's studying. I don't know what it is, but he has become gotten in such a slump, and mm-hmm. his character—he doesn't have a character anymore. Yeah. He just—he's a—he's uh, a defeated puppy every week.
0: Yeah. He did start the season off strong. He came out like his first match this season. He but came he out was- with a win.
1: But it still wasn't a great match. Even when he played that one, he his character, okay. for some reason, honestly, he Roxy is not the manager for him. And that's weird, because at the beginning, you remember, I, I said Roxy would be great for Brandon. I don't mm-hmm. think Roxy is the manager for Brandon, because Brandon is needing someone with, to bring out the character in him. Because he just seems defeated and... And like a yeah. lot of half the time, and it's just not helping the route he's going because he he's not going the more professional look, the suit that he would wear, like like I don't know what his character is if he's even supposed to have
0: one. I don't think he is, in, because there are like some it. players that don't have a character, like Jacoby, he doesn't technically have a character.
1: Yeah, but but then again, of- he doesn't
0: need one. No,
1: and, and honestly, in the future, he, they might work in one. They might change up his character a little bit as the seasons go on, and that's fine. It's just Brandon is just in a weird place. I don't know mm-hmm. what the, I really don't.
0: Yeah, and,
1: again, like, it's unfortunate that he came out
0: with the loss, but, again, when you're going against Robert Parker specifically, you need to come to play. Oh, yeah. If you're not going to come to play, then you need to get out. Yeah. You need to not get out of the league, but, like, get out of this match.
1: Well, whatever he need, he's got to do something. He's got to get back into it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. he's just got to get back into his where he was a few years ago. I think a couple yeah. years ago he was a much better player.
0: Yeah, 100%. Now, we go up to the next match, which was the first match of the team's tournament. It was Lightning Time versus the Outsiders. Lightning Time Ooh. pulling out a victory very Ooh. last minute too, because... It literally came down to the last question, and again, I mentioned this earlier, and I was like, oh, this is uh, very,
1: uh, this is very, you know, it's uh, nerve-wracking. I love that match. I I thought Lightning Time, they just worked together. They knew how to be a team. They, we probably won't go into to round by round for the last two due to time constraints. Yeah. But I felt this match, lightning time, showed how well they were. They showed how good of a team they were. And honestly, I can't wait to their next match.
0: Yeah, and it was all about trust. Ethan trusted Liz throughout this entire match. And that trust got them to win.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's
0: not – nothing against Ben and Paul. They played amazing as well. Yeah. It just so happened that Ethan and Liz had that – little thing that they didn't
1: hey if it wasn't for the mike and uh and damon match this would have been match of the week a hundred percent
0: a hundred percent now going on to the next match it was sort of a letdown teams tournament match it was rushmore versus the press room jte was killing it yes now i said i had a critique against rushmore that i didn't have for lightning time this is my critique Lightning Time felt like a team. Lightning Time felt like two people that could work together and knew exactly what to do in sync with each other. Rushmore does not feel like a team. It feels like two individual personalities working together, and that is it. They are just working. It's sort of like, oh, we have to be a team. Well, Well, something
1: too. Is it just me or is Roka's character getting annoying right now due to being in the digital era? maybe i kind of skipped his character stuff recently just because it's it's like show the work i don't really want to hear you talk like your character feels fake because you're not in person you're on digital well
0: it's not even that there are just a lot of things that he's said like even during the free-for-all there are a lot of times where i was like roca shut up and it's like that's a good thing you're supposed to be that way to heals. you're supposed to be like i shut up i hate you yeah. towards heels but at the same time you there's a there's a point where you and this is me like also working in the wrestling industry a little bit there's a point where you want the heels to also have people respect you a little bit because oh you're doing great heel work and we like that you're doing great heel work but at the same time shut up for yeah. roca i'm just in the shut up and there's yeah. not there's not a little there's not any point of me that's going oh man i'm loving your heel work shut up boo it's more just shut up boo we're, we're whereas underline. jte whereas jte i'm like yeah you're an amazing heel and you have and you have the knowledge to yeah. back it up he got a perfect round one he was the only one and again that's why a lot of people want to put jte as player of the week for in the facebook page which i'm more like if you're going to Pick a player of the week. It should be someone that's fought one on one and not in a team's match, but that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there. But again, I feel like Rushmore is missing that team chemistry because, yeah. again, it's just two singles players teaming up. Whereas Lightning Time are two people that are friends, that have chemistry with each other, that trust each other, and they won because of that. Well, I, mean, I feel like I'm not going to do, go I'm not going to do a pre- I'm not going to do a prediction like for lightning time versus Rushmore, but I can see it going into lightning times favor. I'm not predicting they're winning. I'm just saying like if it, when I look back and I look back at the matches and I look back at how each of them played, but as of right now, it's like lightning times chemistry is a little working a little bit more.
1: Yeah. I, I will say that that Rushmore match, I mean, I hope we don't see the same thing happen with Dan and Ben. I hope Yeah, not.
0: two single players that don't have
1: chemistry. Yeah, I hope that's not what happens. Cuz you know, yeah. you know Dan and Roka had chemistry. JT and Roka did not. Mm-hmm. So, the final match that we'll talk about is uh Marisol McKee and B.O. Drew.
0: Yeah, when, that, when this match was first announced, you and I both were like, yeah, Marisol's winning. Yeah. You and I were both in agreement, she's winning. And she did. She proved it. And though it wasn't by a TKO, it was very close. Yeah. Because Video Drew had some struggle at the end of round. Because they were going like pretty even in round one and round two. It was round three. Again, round three is the deciding round. And yeah. that's sort of what cost Video Drew the match. Whereas Marisol was still able to get some of that round three energy and keep it going. Yeah. So, and now Marisol is going to go up against Janine. And whoever wins that match goes up against Kevin Smith. And whoever wins that match goes, ag- goes up against
1: whoever the champion is. Honestly, I, I'll i say this, and we'll probably end, end today on this. V.O. Drew to me is just getting better every time she plays. I love watching Vio Drew. Like, not even the weirdness from her which the weirdness is just fun she's just becoming a better competitor every time yeah uh, i mean i hate that she lost and marisol's doing great i i could not be more proud of marisol i think she's a great competitor but video drew to me just keeps getting better every time she plays
0: yeah video drew did great in this match marisol did great and jay washington the commissioner did great by putting marisol and video drew together It's unfortunate that Grace Hancock, the president, disagrees. What do you think about that, Luke? Do you agree that the president should not be liking these great matches that the commissioner is putting together?
1: Well, as you can tell, Um, Grace, it's hard to defend this one, but it it was a bad week. Everyone has a bad week. Sometimes people have biases and, you know, in this one case, Grace had a bias, but you know what? Grace can still come back from this. I think she'll be fine. It was just, I like feel, that I, I personally feel
0: like Jay Washington put together a great future title picture. And it's unfortunate that Grace disagrees with the commissioner putting together these matches. And I hope, honestly, I hope that Grace will slowly start to see that you can't hate everyone mm. in the world. Which, with that being said, that has been our show, ladies and gentlemen. I know we I ended it kind of like that, but I needed to end it with us talking about one little story point about Grace and Jay. So, for everyone watching, you can follow Luke on Twitter at LukeST16. You can follow him on Instagram at Luke Studded. You can follow me everywhere on the socials. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Mr. Eli Mag. Just to reiterate, you can follow us on Twitter at Galaxy Geeks One. You can follow us on Instagram at Galaxy Geeks E L for Luke Stuttered. I have been Eli McKeg. And until next week, let's get ready to smowdown. That's not the name of our show, but Smodown.
1: <laughs> See you later, buddy.
0: Yeah.